Hello there. Welcome to another episode of the Thrifty Marketer Podcast. Today we will be discussing digital nomadism and the story of remote and digital with Elia Sweet. Elia is the founder of Remote and Digital, a co-working and co-living space for digital nomads based out of Koh Phangan, Thailand. Let's hear Elia's views on digital nomadism, the remote and digital story, and why digital nomads should look at remote and digital closely. Let's go. Are you just now starting to record? Yeah, I just. <laughs> I'm so sorry about it. That's okay. Yeah, because first time I'm doing this uh, not live thing, just record okay. recording. So that's why. Oh, that's man, okay. you, you missed a lot of good shit, guys. I've been, I've I been know, brilliant. I've been very eloquent the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why. Let's let's start with the sense itself. So you were saying about that. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. To start again, we were. I was saying about. You were talking the, about the trends, trends of digital nomad, right? Yes, the trends of digital nomads. So people are moving less. At the beginning, um, at the beginning, digital nomads, uh, being a digital nomad meant more. You traveled a lot, and worked to kind of you know make it through. Okay. Right. Right. Now people are realizing that yeah, traveling is awesome. You know, but it's also really stressful. Uh, right. Constantly packing, unpacking, finding a place to live, finding a place right. to work. Does the place I'm going to live is going to have good Wi-Fi? Where am I going to get my laundry done? Who am I going to meet there? You know, there's a lot of stresses that come with it. So a lot and a lot more uh, people are just kind of realizing that sometimes you land somewhere and you're not quite sure why, but you immediately feel connected to this place. Yet again, for me, it was Kumpagan. I don't know what it was. Right. The second I touch this island, I just feel better. And instead of you know putting together this crazy schedule of having to be five days here, two days there, three days there, well, people kind of realize like, well, oh, this it's not so bad. I think I want to stay two, three months. And right. I think it's a fantastic maturation development of the digital nom- digital nomadism, which is becoming. Uh, and the goal of that be, be becoming a digital nomad is to become a location independent professional, which Absolutely. is somebody that can make their money, or hopefully a lot of it, anywhere they want. They are traveling and they can travel at any moment, but travel is not the goal anymore. The goal is to identify that one, two. I know people that have five places in the world. They have, you know, either, you know, actually bought something or are renting something cheap. And voila, they'll, they'll do two months here, two months there, uh, stop by to see family, then two months there. Um, and that's, that's a trend that I love. That's what I'd like to get people to get to. Cause like, it's good to, it's good to get settled, to get, you know, to start getting some habits, uh, uh, you know, a, a routine, you know, it's like, Having that place you know you're going to be comfortable, having that community of people that you're going to be surrounding yourself with, and, and they know, and they're constantly, some of them are actually doing all those stuff together, uh, right. and I just, I just, I just really, uh, really love that. Um, if, I were, if I were to offer one more trend, it would Absolutely. be that I think that a lot of people are kind of understanding, a lot of like, you know, well-versed, well-trained uh, digital nomads 
are kind of uh, kind of realizing and understanding that this lifestyle that up to this point was not mainstream. It was French, you know. It was a bit revolu revolutionary, um, right. you know. It was definitely a disruptor of the system. It's soon going to become a mainstream option. Okay. And I've noticed from a lot of people, it's it's weird. It's a, it's a reaction, like I'm almost, um, almost wanting to kind of like carry the torch for the people coming through, uh, right. the the people coming next. Um, I see a lot of people working on putting together, you know, courses and libraries, um, making the you know uh, most of the very basic knowledge available to all and for uh, many times for free and if not not for much. And then you can also easily access the super high level uh, classes. Um, and really, it feels like the people that have been doing it, they're kind of like, okay. Okay, let's keep pushing this, and 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 I I find that really cool. It's I, I don't know if they're speaking to each other to make it happen, you know, together. But I've seen separately many people that are just kind of doing that, you know, like that's that's what I want to do. I want to help people become in a digital nomad. I want to help become somebody become a big a bit better social media marketer. I want to help somebody do better copywriting. I want to help somebody, you know, take care of their take taxes pro properly. Um, I'd like to think that, you know, my, you know, remote and digital and our co-living and co-working uh, properties are also a way to show you like, hey, this is how we want to help because, you know, we're an hour and a half away from Bangkok. You can leave Bangkok at 8 a.m., be checked in your room and inside the co-working space in like two and a half, three hours, which doesn't interrupt the workflow. Uh, and that's our way to contribute to, you know, helping people making that jump. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm so sorry about missing to hit the record button. <laughs> I, feel okay, like I, feel, I feel like a stupid guy right now. But uh, right. sometimes during these technological things, when you try new things, it happens. You know, I've noticed that. Should I, should, I at least, should I at least introduce myself again? Were, were they, uh... no, no, that, this is, anyway, it's going to be a podcast, so I'll be introducing you properly, uh, separately. Okay. So you know okay, about that. Cool. All right, so because we missed some of the points, so I'll just yeah. change the questions a little bit to get more insight from you. All right, okay. so you, you you might have over this period of years, you might have interacted with a lot of guys who are digital living this digital nomad lifestyle. So if yeah. I have to ask you, what is the best part? What are some of the best part about living the life of a digital nomad? What are the best parts? I mean, there are. At this point, I think they're almost too numerous to count. Uh, right. and that's why I think I'm just going to pick one because one has just kind of risen above all the other ones. Uh, that makes all the other cool things that could come with it just look small tiny to it. And, right. and I think COVID really helped showcase what that is. And for me, right. it's the freedom of movement. Right. There is a level of freedom of movement that is linked to digital nomadism, to location independence. Uh, that is impossible to believe until you witnessed it. So let me give you a great example. You know, I'm, you know, when COVID started here in Thailand, uh, we were in the middle of like the high season, uh, exactly. you know, late March, late March is when we really started getting a bit, you know, a bit worried about it. Uh, we were full at both our properties. Um, uh, man, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I, I kind of lost my train of thought. Um, 
yes, the freedom movement. So we were full, right? And right. then and then they started coming out with all those different initiatives and telling people they got to come, you know, they got to come back. And then meanwhile, Europe is now the the epicenter. And the people that were here just took a good look at the situation. It's like I'm not going to go back there, uh, you know, and risk to get get sick. The govern the Thai government just gave a visa amnesty, which allows me to stay. Uh, I'm going to stay. And right. And and it was that simple. I'm yeah. I'm here. I'm comfortable. I'm making money, um, and that's it. And 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 to see it, it you know, time and time again. And what has happened is many more people have fallen in love with you know Thailand in particular, uh, you know Thailand in general and Koh Phangan in particular. So in the meantime, they actually upgraded their visas. Uh, the government keeps extending it, um, and they just keep staying. Because it makes sense. We're in a country that's cheap to live in. Uh, right. We are, you know, when you hear in the around the world that there are lockdowns going on, life in Copangan, and I don't mean to like, you know, rub it in anybody's face, but man, like, it's been an incredible place to be in. I cannot think of, you know, and God knows it's not always easy. Uh, right. You know, we're right north of an island called Koh Samui, and I was just there today, and it's kind of scary how, like, you know, how devastated businesses there. Copangan, it's just like, you know, it's there's been parties every day. Uh this, you know, this 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 community of digital nomads and locals and people that were up north that realized you should they just came here. And <laughs> it's just been no, it's like and, and I hate like it yet again because I know a lot of people are suffering uh yep. you know but you know physically, mentally, financially, uh these are not you know, these are not fun times for, you know, yeah. for basically the whole rest of the world. Uh, but Copangan for that has been, uh, been really cool. Right, right. Touch wood, touch wood, touch wood. So uh, my next thing, you know, since we, everybody is excited about digital nomad lifestyle. But when I speak to my friends who are doing it, some of them do tend to struggle as well. It's not always, it's not for everybody. Right. So no. I want to know from you, what are some of the challenges, you know, of this lifestyle, which you have seen people going through? Yeah. Well, I mean, just like you said, man, it's, you know, let's be honest, it's, it's not for everyone. Uh, there yeah. are some people you take them, you know, one miles, one mile away from where they were born and they're just uncomfortable. It's just not how they roll. Like some people just like to stay put, you know, it's not for everyone. Uh, right. So that's, you know, there's already, you got to get rid of these people, you know. Um, and uh, I think, you know, one also after that, the big issue about the lifestyle is the perceived loneliness um, that can come with being a digital nomad. Right. Um, however, like I mentioned earlier, uh, because people are less and less focused on moving and more and more focus on finding a place they like, uh, what's happening is that they get more time to discover those places. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yep, yep, got it. All right, so uh, this, as you mentioned, around March, the COVID-19 kicked off. So how has this, this pandemic uh, affected digital nomads, uh, according to you? What you have seen, et cetera? Uh, how they've, the, the digital nomads have been affected by COVID? Yes, yes. Yes. 
Um, well, listen, first of all, I think they kind of they kind of also realized, uh, first of all, the chance that they had to be right. already in it. Uh, right. What I've seen a lot of them uh, do is adapt. Uh, they were, you know, some of them had clients that were doing really good before that obviously weren't doing as well now. So obviously there's usually less budget for what they were getting paid for. Uh, but then they also focused on taking care of some of the ones that were making less that somehow benefited. I know, for example, we had a girl uh, who took care of a company that made the hand sanitizer. Uh, so you can imagine how overnight uh, things exploded. Uh, so they've been very inventive in adapting to what's going on. Uh, you know, a lot of people, I'm sure I don't need to tell you about that, you know, like with, with what you're seeing, what Bitcoin is doing. A lot of right. people are really taking a really good look into that. You know, like uh, about two weeks ago, we had what's called uh, CryptoCon here at Casa Tropicana, where somebody has been doing it for years, um, you know, came and explained. And you could see that, you know, this is one of the things that um, that people are really interested. So and and furthermore, they realize just how how much of the options that they have. You know, like right. some actually had to change careers for a little right. bit, do things that they right. weren't doing. Some some of those things they weren't even thinking of doing. And then after doing a little bit of research, like, yeah, why not? And that often also turned out to be nice. So, um, you know, these are all the things that I saw people kind of had to do, um, you know, during COVID to adapt. Right, right. Absolutely. All right. So now... We spoke a lot about digital nomad lifestyle. I think we missed a lot because I forgot to hit the record button. But now I want to talk about remote and digital, right? So okay. it was it was CoSpace campus and all that. So yes, let's talk about how did you conceptualize this remote and digital and mm -hmm. the kind of origin story of this concept because it's very interesting to me. So the you know yet again to uh, from the beginning of the story you know when uh, when we invested in Casa Tropicana at first it was only a restaurant and small hotel. Yeah. Uh, very quick we kind of realized that the trend of tourism of Copangan was moving away from the partying backpacker and towards more you know uh, a higher end even with, either with not without becoming not becoming expensive, but definitely people that were willing to spend a little bit more. Uh, so right away, we started, you know, upgrading our um, co-living uh, accommodation, which at the time was just a hotel. And the co-working uh, industry is something I had kept my eye on since basically the beginning. Uh, before I even invested uh, in 2017, I had a long time with a friend of mine, Ryan, who had actually come to Copangan and had gone to a place that was already doing co-working. He told me you should really look into that. Um, and little by, little by little, I started doing, you know, uh, proper research. Um, we started attracting, you know, because the Casa Tropicana is a really cool place, right on the water, beautiful view. Uh, we always had good Wi-Fi. So even before we were set up with, with an actual co-working space, uh, we had digital nomads. So we got to surround ourselves uh, you know, with experience nomads, because uh, one thing that was for sure for me, and I, I just didn't want to be this, you know, restaurateur who and a hotelier who just kind of saw that it was all oh, a trendy, you know, kind of movement 
uh, let me see how I could just explore it. I really had a heart to create something that was authentic and genuine. So I, I listened a lot to um, uh, to the nomads. And little little by little, by doing you know market studies and you know looking looking at what other people were doing, uh, we came together with what we call the cornerstones uh, of our project of our project, which are you know co living, co working, wellness, community, uh, and um, and we are just about to add learning. Um, I'm not I'm not sure I'm in liberty to give you all the uh, you know all what we're coming out with. Uh, right. But, you know, real quick, we have created a we are creating a platform um, that will provide, you know, a long uh, library of all uh, some of the basic knowledge you will need uh, to become a digital nomad, along with teaching some of the marketing uh, techniques that we've been uh, that we've created. Um, Very nice. So that's going to be the whole project. And currently we operate two properties. Uh, the first one, as I mentioned, is called Casa Tropicana, and we had literally just opened on uh, on December first a second property, uh, co-working space and restaurant inside of a four-star resort in Copangan called the Sunset Hill. Uh, that has been uh, our new project. Um, we are very happy. It's it's absolutely stunning. It's on top of a hill, on the rooftop of the building, on top of a hill. It's it's like work, working in the sky, surrounded by jungle and and the sea, it's 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 quite stunning. Beautiful. Well, I've checked stunning. the website. Yeah, I've checked yeah. the uh, pictures and things like that. It's it's pretty mm -hmm. phenomenal. Uh, All right. So, um, you know, share some of the best features of remote and digital. You know, because uh, there'll be a lot of questions about where will uh, what kind of facilities people will get when they mm -hmm. approach you guys. So, what are the what are the kind of facilities you provide for digital nomads? Okay. Well, you know, our goal at Remote and Digital is to offer high-end services for all the different activities that we provide. So, right. you know, our co-working space, uh, as I mentioned earlier, is a, we, you know, we've created, we've designed an environment that is work-conducive. Uh, right. It is not a coffee shop, you know. You're not going to be all of a sudden surrounded by two families with screaming kids. Uh, <laughs> It is a place that, although not a library, because you're allowed to have conversations uh, with people, um, this is a place to work. Um, right next door, you know, or even on the same patio, you know, two meters away, you have the restaurant part. You know, we serve delicious coffee, healthy food. Uh, so you can have a really, you know, a real dining experience, you know. And then on the same property, we have the bedrooms, which are closed to, you know, to give the sense of, you know, togetherness without being overbearing you know what i'm saying right right right, um, right. and we focus on each and every um, activities that we have uh, to provide the highest level of service so that they can either be enjoyed separately a la carte or ideally as the package that we needed that we mean it to be because on top of that we also offer all kinds of uh, you know physical activities in particular uh, yoga and um, and meditation, uh, but we had things like free scuba diving, hiking. Uh, we organized like you know all kinds of other sports. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And then you know the thing that I'm the most proud at this point uh, for the remote and digital is the community that we have created. Uh, we spoke earlier about you know be loneliness being you know a big issue uh, right. for some people. So. Uh, 
we really work really hard to create as many events, social gathering, classes, whatever it may be, so that at the end of the day, uh, when people are, you know, turn off their laptops and hopefully their, their phones as well, uh, they have a place to go, gather, meet, uh, share, uh, have a good drink, you know, just kind of, you know, kind of force the, this interaction because this is when all the magic happens, you know, when you have all those different kinds of people come up for coming from all these different play, places interacting. This is uh, this is the really cool thing. And as for me, you know, um, always a fun thing. We're actually having right now, I don't know if you can hear in the background, but we have uh, All You Can Eat Taco Tuesdays. Um, <laughs> and nice. uh, we have a DJ. We have a DJ that comes. Um, it's a fairly, uh, it's a fairly, uh, it's fairly big hit. People really like that, you know, and then throughout the week, we also have specials on food and coffee and things like, we just tell you what, we just want life. I just like, we like, we like to surround ourselves with other people. Uh, it's, you know, it's an incredibly interesting and kind clientele. You know, I worked in a restaurant in Miami. Uh, serving, you know, uh, very stressed out uh, people that were paying ungodly amount of money for dinner. Uh, they, were, they weren't always fun to deal with. And here you're dealing with people that are just, you know, they're living their dream. It's relaxed, you know, like they're, they're not stressed. It's beautiful out there. Like, you know, they have the opportunity to go in and sit into a, you know, ergonomic uh, office chair if they want to or chill on one of the uh bean bags by the water it's i don't know it's just kind of you know promotes creativity and happiness i love absolutely. this place yeah. absolutely i can i can hear from your words the the passion you have for creating that kind of environment for people you know that's, well, it's that's fun it has it has to be fun vivek you know like especially when you're creating it man like you know i started my day you know it's 10 it's 10 10 right now in uh, in copangan started my day at seven you gotta, you gotta do something that's passionate, that you're passionate about, you know, because it's a lot of work. And right. if on top of that you have the opportunity to make it fun, then why not, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. At ten o'clock, you are pretty energetic yourself. <laughs> so I, I, I got, I got, I did take, I did take a nap earlier. I had to. <laughs> I, was, I was, I was really tired. Right, right. All right. So you know, one of the major concerns which people have when they talk about becoming a digital nomad is cost of living. Right. Yeah. So, uh, how remote and digital is handling that for the community you have built? How how what kind of cost people should look forward to when they explore uh, remote and digital? Well, uh, it's a really good question, Vivek. Uh, you know, uh, one thing that's very important to us at Remote and Digital is to be inclusive. Um, we want all kinds of people with all kinds of budgets. To be able to come so uh, at casa tropicana we start from the shared bunk bedroom you know uh, which costs as little as 150 baht which is like five dollars a night uh, i think right now we have a, a special deal going on we'll do it for three thousand baht per month which is a hundred dollars uh you know uh for the bunk bed then you know we also have you know private accommodation with sea view uh, and those can run you up, you know, three hundred and fifty dollars uh, with private bathroom and AC uh, right next door to Casa. So you wake up in the morning, kind of have your breakfast, you know, like gorgeous view. And then obviously 
uh, what we have also done now by, you know, partnering up with Sunset Hill, which is a four-star resort, we have also um, providing people with much larger means uh, the opportunity to live in a co-living, co-working community. Um, you know, they have, you know, they have three bedroom penthouses over there. Um, and obviously, you know, that will run you much higher. But I think overall, when it comes to cost of living in Copangan, uh, if you're not a party animal, uh, if you enjoy, you know, cheaper type food, uh, honestly, $600, $600 will get you a long way. And that includes, you know, um, accommodation and food and, uh, and laundry and most likely, <clears throat> most likely a, um, a motorcycle rental as well. So you got all the all the basics covered. For six right. That's 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 pretty neat actually. Because when we, whenever we whenever I have done research for myself, I have found exorbitant prices. Yeah. Facilities, facilities which are so and so and mm -hmm. not not that great. But with what I am hearing from you and what I have seen on your websites and things like that, it's it's a pretty good deal for everybody. Uh, oh, don't worry. Don't worry. I have some outrageous deals as well, you know, but <laughs> we also want to make it affordable. We understand. We, we we understand and we do it on purpose because we want those new, those, you know, those New York digital nomads, the people that don't have, you know, a lot of money in their pockets. We just created just this little, you know, runway of uh, savings to allow them to, you know, we want them here because they bring a great energy. Uh, and we therefore, therefore really had to, you know, find a way for them to be here uh, and becoming part of, a, of the community and finding out, you know, what they can do as a digital nomad. Uh, and we had to adapt the prices and we do it with pleasure because it's always great. Yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic thing you're doing because I'm pretty sure if, if there will be a big chunk of that community who, get, if, it, if they get to taste it, taste the lifestyle for once they might yeah. stick on with it and have a better life than currently yeah. what they're living right now. It's a fantastic sure. thing you're doing. Right. Thank so you. Um, my next question for you will be, you know, I, I know you meet a lot of exciting people who are digital nomads, traveling the world, finally coming to you remote and digital. So I want, if you can, if you can call out some people who have really impressed you some success stories of digital nomads which you have met at your property that would be fantastic okay uh well we talked about uh the Danny, guy uh yeah. the guy the guy from google uh right. who's doing this incredible project that that i was really impressed i mean the dude right. was you know uh wow really <laughs> wow um yeah. and then you know the thing is that there are there are so many great success stories um, that are, you know, each individually very life-changing. You know, I mentioned also the lady earlier that was doing the social media for the hand sanitizer. Uh, right. You know, it, you know, her marketing budget, you know, and obviously the money that she made from exploded like a hundredfold. Um, right. I have, and you know, and then... And then what I take almost the most pleasure in seeing is those people that are not necessarily going out for like the huge deals. They're perfectly satisfied with doing, a, you know, smaller things. 
uh, but doing many different many different kinds of them. And the story I always like to tell, I'm not sure I can, if I can do that on yours, but um, we have a lady that worked at the co co-working space and she did the copywriting for Pornhub. Uh, hey. Yes. Yeah, I'm telling you. And one day I go into the co-working space, you know, kind of looking around and she's like watching porn in the co-working space. So I'm like, listen, uh, I'm not judging here. You know, I'm a big fan of, I'm a big fan of the style myself, uh, but not really, not really in the co-working. She's like, I'm so sorry. Uh, but, you know, I copyright for them, you know, and like, so she gives the titles and the descriptions and everything. Uh, so I ended up giving her a private room. Uh, but I thought that was really cool. You know, yeah. that's also a great story because it just shows the 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 spectrum of choices now. And it just goes on and on and super exciting. Uh, so <laughs> it's it's every day, tons of little stories uh, that come, you know, that come, you know, and then once in a while, there's just some much bigger ones. Uh, right. but they get lost on the, you know, on the ocean of daily successes by the people that we surrounded with and it's, it's really cool absolutely because i don't i don't believe that somebody needs to work for google or apple to be a success but somebody oh, no. who is somebody who's location independent working on their own terms it's much successful if you ask me uh, a lot of people a lot of people that are already making a living on you know online um are not digitally inclined they are not right. computer scientists. They are not coders. They, they, they're not. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a great example. I'm, I'm, I'm not digitally inclined. And there are some people that are also not digitally inclined, but they have great ideas. They have right. great work ethic. They took the time to study the things that they were interested in doing, and they're smart enough to come to co-working spaces where they know they're going to come across people that are going to be able to help them with those right. projects. Right. It's, yeah. you know, the people always tell me like, you know, like it's, I can't believe how much help. It's like, well, you come to a place where everything you need is, you know, probably next door, like next chair, like the amount Absolutely. of people that can help you for on the website or on drop shipping or on crypto, like they're here every day, all day, every yeah. day. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's the power of community that right there. Yeah. Right. All right. So my, uh, I have two more questions for you. The next one, you touched upon it a little bit, but I want a little bit more details from you, if you can. Uh, I want to know what lies ahead for remote and digital. What are the yeah. plans in store? Uh, what LA uh, is going to do uh, to take this a little bit global and get more crowd in? And what are the, what are the thoughts going on in your head? Uh, I mean, Vivek, let's be very honest. Uh, number one on my list is just to try to keep surviving. Um, right. You know, uh, I mean, if, if anybody had told me, you know, a year ago when I started hearing about it in China that it would still be going on, I would have laughed in your face. I could have never imagined. Uh, right. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not been easy because, you know, Thailand did great when it comes to uh, how they took care of the sickness. Uh, but the economy is taking a hit. So I'm just focused each and every day on, you know, on, on, on trying to make it through to the other side of this nightmare. That's my number one. Um, then aggressive expansion, my friend, because I, yeah, I'll, I'll be very honest. Like, you know, I'm already talking to several other properties on the island that I mentioned earlier 
and Koh Samui, Bangkok would have to be on that list as well. You know, as a you know, as a company that at least tries to be uh, appealing to digital nomads, Chiang Mai uh, would also have to be on that list. Yeah. Um, and you know, obviously, I'd like to I'd like to focus on Thailand first. Um, you know, being here three years, I have put together a great network of local people uh, and business people that are going to allow me to to grow fairly quick. Um, but after that, you know, Southeast Asia, uh, there are many great places that I hear about. You know, obviously, Bali is a it's a bit cliche uh, destination, but you kind of have to, you know, right. kind of rub shoulders with the big dogs over there. Um, um, expansion, it's, you know, it, it's not, we're not going anywhere. The, this industry is only going to keep on growing. Uh, right. You know, I'm reading, I'm reading projections of a billion remote workers by 2030. Um, wow. You know, uh, in 12 days, it'll be nine years away. Uh, that a billion of people. So, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're here. We, we want to grow because we think we have something special. And, right. you know, I'm sure, you're, I'm sure every, well, hopefully every, you know, creator of a project will, you know, said that they have at heart to create something genuine. Uh, but man, I'm telling you, like, I really want, I really want to do so as well. Like, I get again, I see the necessity in the services that we that we provide, and you know, the co-working and the co-living. That's the easy stuff. But yet again, the sense of community. Um, that's what matters. That's what matters. Knowing everybody by their first name, uh, knowing where they come from, knowing what they're working on. Um, you know, going out of your way to make sure that they're that they're okay, that like we got something special and, and, and we want to share it. We want to right. share it. And if we, if you guys, guys can come to me, then, you know, we're going to have to come to you. Um, okay. because, uh, because we think we have something special in our hands. Right. I am, I, I'm, I'm 110% sure that your passion for this community and the, the innovative concept of yours will work out in your favor. And I'm pretty sure COVID will also pass through very soon and uh, all your plans will come true. <laughs> no, for hope so, man. We sure right. hope so. Right. So my last question, which I ask my guest on my live show as well, is that we can't end the show right now without talking COVID-19. So how uh, COVID-19 has impacted you and Remote Digital uh, over the last several months? Um, I mean... How did it, you know, impacted me personally is that, you know, uh, it's an incredible lesson of humility uh, on how I planned on, you know, saving my money in the future. Um, okay. It also really forced me to think about a different approach of doing business. Truth be told, at the beginning, we were very focused on raising funds. Uh, to either, you know, buy properties or take over leases. Um, right. We soon realized that, you know, when COVID started, that it creates a level of exposure that we no longer really want to deal with. Um, so, you know, being very, um, very bullish on the strength of our project, uh, we have decided to kind of gear, you know, to change gear towards more, a management and marketing company uh, right. by signing, you know, uh, management deals with properties where we would implement uh, the concept, which is exactly what I did 
at Sunset Hill. Um, and I'm very happy with that. I mean, you know, it's difficult, Vivek, you know, like yep. for me, you know, like I've been getting ready, you know, for 10 months now for the bottom to drop out. And, and it's never come in Copangan. It's been difficult. We're not making money, that's for sure. Uh, but at the pace we're going, it's very likely, you know, we're going to be here a year, a year and a half, two years if it keeps going like that. You know, like I can I can weather the storm and like it's it's been quite it's been quite a lesson. It's been right. really quite a lesson, this whole experience. Um I think, you know, what COVID also did is it accelerated the remote working revolution. Uh, I'm not sure if we were live or if you hadn't pressed the button earlier, but uh, there's millions of people that have now been confronted with remote working. Right. And, and you know, now that they know they can work online, you know, the next question that's going to pop in their mind is like, well, why am I stuck? in this, you know, overpopulated city where I'm paying way too much for a broom closet of an apartment, uh, have to drive an hour and a half away um, when I could be living in a place like this. So that's also going to accelerate, you know, this kind of movement away from urban centers and hopefully to places like Copangan, which have everything really, uh, or maybe culture. Yes, we don't have, we don't have theaters here. It's true. No museums either, um, but the 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 food is incredible. the The work life balance uh, is wonderful. The quality of life, um, so it's a good place to be. It's a good. Place yep, to absolutely. Be. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure uh, something good will come out of all this, right? So it has to. It has to. <laughs> so. I did. You know that's what keeps me it keeps me going in the morning. I I I I also try to stay positive in the middle of this nightmare, and and I don't want to do so in any disrespectful way because I because I'm surrounded by a lot of misery. You know, like it's it's very difficult. It's very difficult, but every day I have the chance to be the witness of a you know couple of sparks of hope here and there. You know, and for now it's enough. For now it's enough. <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic talking to you, Eli. Eli. Uh, you know, I'm so sorry about the mistake I did, but uh, I, I'll be for sure be a cheerleader for you and your Please. journey ahead. And uh, let's, it, hope, <laughs> let's let's hope to uh, let's stay in touch and uh, okay. keep uh, keep sharing our victories. And let me know. Thanks let so me much. know when you're ready to come to Kopangan, man. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. Uh, you can uh, I may need a family room because I have a wife and a son. So <laughs> we got that. I got it. I got it. Here we go. <laughs> I'm ready. I got the nanny. I got everything, dude. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. Pack your bags, man. <laughs> I'm hoping to meet you soon. And uh, thank you so much. Stay safe and uh, uh, talk to you soon. Bye bye. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Thrifty Marketer Podcast. For more exciting episodes like these, please follow the Thrifty Marketer Podcast today. Now available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. See you next episode.